Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 301, The Fast and the Furious, lap 13. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two, And this episode is brought to you by 1X. 1X is, is an investor and asset management manager that invests capital on behalf of its shareholders and clients across the globe. Shout out to 1X. Well, shout out to 1X and welcome to a, a new era. This is the first full lap we're doing with the Fast 10 movie in the fold. We have done so many movies since we last talked about one of these core installments that I feel like, like when we do the the game later, I don't remember, actually I can check right now. We didn't play the game since March 29th, two months since we did the last, which is bananas, but we've done like 150 episodes since then or whatever. But anyway, with us today to kick off lap 13, to usher in this new era of Too Fast, Too Forever, we have of Morning Consult, Salea Blancaflor. Hello, Salea. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. So you wrote a piece recently mm-hmm. about the favorability. Is that is that the, the right word of these movies and how much these yeah. people people love these movies in, you know, in the lead up to Fast 10? And I was like, we love this. This is great. We want to talk to you about it. You got to be a big fan of the franchise. And you're like, actually... Not necessarily. So, <laughs> oh, I I know that you know. Not that she's not a fan, but what what is your history with these movies, and also how did this particular assignment fall into your lap, given your specific history with these movies? <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because I mean, the morning console. I'm the entertainment data entertainment mm-hmm. data reporter, so I cover everything entertainment related, even if it's something that I might not necessarily um, be a fan of or something that I haven't seen, but I'm always open to everything. I feel like I'm always keeping tabs of what's going on in the entertainment world, whether it's like a franchise I haven't watched yet, um, but I, I'm open to watching everything. I think I want to see everything that I can. The Fast and the Furious was always a franchise that was on my list to eventually watch, but um, yeah, better, I guess the, there's nothing better than watching it now, now that I actually have the article out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the biggest thing. It's like, I'm the entertainment reporter, just kind of made sense to write about it. But but until like this week, you had not seen any I of the movies. No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, wow. <laughs> um, and you asked a little bit about the history of it. I mean, it's funny because I think when the first movie came out, um, I might be aging myself here as like the baby of the group, maybe, but I was like nine years old when it came out, I think. Not that too- much younger than us. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen these until 2012. So I was relatively late to the game too. Joe has been in a lot more, a lot longer than I have, but yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I feel like a lot of my friends that have seen it are always like a little bit older than me and I kind of were like teenagers whenever it came out. Um, but that's good to know. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I think I didn't see it in theaters like kind of being um as young as I was um till but I just remembered like years after I would always just see it on like TV like they'd always be showing like always movies always, always. so TV. I'm sure I caught like scenes of it while I was kind of surfing through channels at some point um and I mean I know kind of the gist of it the funny thing is i have actually never been spoiled about any of like wow okay developments or any like character developments like i know things here and there about it um i know who the actors are i know a lot of the actors that kind of show up later on um but no like big spoilers on what goes on like i know it gets kind of wild a little bit later on with some of the stuff that happens in the movies but um yeah nothing major has ever been spoiled for me so well i I think what's kind of funny about the way that you and i mean you you enter the franchise as most people normally should like with the first one right but like Mm -hmm. knowing sort of the vague things like where they go you're like was it hard to reconcile like knowing sort of crazy action spectacle pieces that you know they're going to do in the last couple of movies with just like, oh, they're just in Honda Civic stealing DVD players. Yeah. No, I think, I don't know. I thought it was interesting just because, I know, I guess it's kind of the build up to it. I mean, it just kind of seems... um like it just kind of starts out a little bit. I mean, it's pre- I mean, some wild stuff happens in the first movie. I'd say like a, like other movies, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess it just uh, it's just kind of interesting starting it out where we're knowing that it'll eventually build to more craziness and like ridiculousness that happens later on. 
Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. I mean, another thing too is like, I know I felt like it would be kind of perfect to start with the first movie anyway, given mm-hmm. that it was top ranked movie in our data, um, according to respondents. So I thought that was um, kind of the perfect thing to start at the beginning, but then also start with the movie that every, that at least the respondents of our survey seem to think are their favorites. So <laughs> yeah, so we I found your piece because friend of the show, past guest of the show, and writer of his own esteem and regard and has a great newsletter of his own, Walt Hickey included your piece in his Numlock News newsletter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I know he loves The Fast and Furious. And I'm like, I, I, I'm sure I'm guessing, I don't know this definitively, but I'm guessing he's like, whenever he can have like a stat-based piece of journalism about yeah. these movies, he's going to throw it in there. So I'm like, this is great. So I opened it up and it's on Morning Console. We can link to it in the show notes. But the thing that I – and I'm curious to see if this is something that trends across other franchises as well. But basically, as the movies go on, the favorability drops. Like, aside from Tokyo Drift, which is hit or miss, so we can talk about that a little bit. But, like, literally every movie that comes out after is liked a little bit less. And do you have any insights into, like, what – is that something that is true across other franchises you've seen? Is that something that you think is unique to this franchise? Because, like, it's – it's both sort of like understandable, but also a little bit surprising. Yeah. I mean, that seems like that's a trend with other franchises as well, even like superhero movies. Um, I don't know. I mean, like my kind of, like I said, I've only watched the first movie so far, but it does kind of seem like with franchises. Um, yeah. Just like, at least for maybe for some of them, especially the ones that have longer movies, like maybe, you know, some people seem less interested in them, maybe not less interested, but maybe, um, I guess the interest isn't as high. I don't know if that's like a plot because like, I feel like for I've, I've seen a few other like long running franchises and maybe it's just true for me. At least I feel like I am like less interested or like, I don't like the, I guess the, the newer movies. Um, I don't know if that's just cause I get fatigued easily from, you know, if a movie series is running too long or something, but um, yeah, that kind of, kind of, I'm just kind of assuming that might be the case for these movies as like the newer ones, right? But again, I haven't seen kind of the newer ones. I will eventually, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> when I was reading this article, I didn't think that you mentioned it, but I'm, I'm guessing maybe, probably yes, were all the people that you guys polled, uh, like they had seen all of the movies, right? Like that's like a, a good like off the rip uh, qualifier. Yeah, yeah, because um, for at least for this, when we were looking at the net favorability, um, we were asking people who identify like identify as Fast and the Furious fans. Um, okay. So those are all people that you know, I'm assuming have seen the movies um, as well. So that was you know one thing we definitely looked at. Um, but one thing I too is wondering too with like the original movie, it's like kind of looking at it. I think because I thought it was interesting that the first one ranked the highest, given that it's the original. Um, and I don't know if you all kind of like feel the same way. Um, I'd also love to hear like your personal rankings as well. Um, but I don't know, I feel like there's always, maybe this is just for me too, is that maybe there's kind of like a nostalgia or like a love for like the first movie that kind of introduces you into like a franchise. Um, and it's kind of like the first thing you, you see and that, you know, you're introduced. Like I know that, that there's more characters that kind of come join the series as like the movies go on but kind of introducing you to like the original characters of like a franchise um seems to be you know a reason why people might like love the original movie first or like the first because it's like yeah it's the the first one that might have gotten them into it you know back when it first came out um if they were kind of like original fans of it that's why that's so interesting because actually we do like ask uh, our listeners for their rankings. And Joey actually has like uh, the mm-hmm. average rankings for everybody that listens and writes into us. And it does, I think, vary a little bit from what you guys got. And that mm-hmm. that was like very interesting when we were talking about the listing and reading yours. Yes, yeah, so you asked 1,242 people, according to this. We've asked 80 over the course, or we've gotten, rec- we've, re- we've gotten results from 80. We've always historically in terms of like people who write in people who listen, people who join the show, it sort of separates it from in two different camps, kind of there's like the car movies, which are the first three and yep. then like the action movies. And like the fourth one, it kind of is like a pivot point between the two, but like five and beyond, it's just like, these are more about action than the actual racing. Yeah. Right. And so what we had seen historically is that people either like the first three, cause they're like, I'm really like a gearhead. I like cars, like these early movies, like no other movies are talking to me this way. And then other people like me are like, I don't really care about cars. I'm here for the action. I'm here for the rock. I'm here for whatever. I'm here for like big explosions and going to space and whatever. Right. What we found over the 80 people that we've polled is the 
I've been Stockholm syndromed by doing 300 episodes of the show that like, I think these are all perfect movies. Um, but I think objectively trying to remove myself five is easily the best movie. I think it's like objectively one of the best action movies of the last like 10 or 15 years. And that's overall the, and on average, the highest rated for us. And then it's the first one. So I think I was, the thing that surprised me and I think probably surprised Joe a little bit too, is that five was lower than two and four because two is really kind of like hit or miss for a lot of people that are a on lot our show. For us, yeah. And four is one that is generally like two is either one that people love because they love, you know, Roman, they love Tyrese, and they love, you know, Ludacris in there. But then people are just like, I don't, nothing about this works for me. And then four is like a reboot where it's basically just one again eight years later. We really like those movies. We have guests on here who really love both those movies, but like, it surprised me that five was as low as it was, but maybe that's just people who don't like the direction the series went. I don't know. But like, that was the one that really stood out to us in terms of like, oh, this is not exactly what we kind of, because you see a thing like this, you're like, yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, I kind of, I get the gist of like where this is going to go. You're like, oh, that's actually not what I thought this was going to be. So I'm sort of surprised and not like disappointed, but like curious as to who these 1200 people were that like, (laughs) don't love five the way that we love five. Yeah, no, I think it would have been interesting. Um, we didn't have any open ends in the survey, but to like ask, you know, if people the reason behind. I feel like there's always like reasons behind why people might like a certain series or a certain movie from a series than others. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was interesting. Um, I know I've also sent you, um, Joey, the um, what like the reason or kind of like the actors um, that people like their favorite actors from. Um, mm-hmm the Fast and the Furious movies I thought I thought that was interesting because we also had asked um you know the reason why they tune into the movies I feel like you guys kind of addressed that a little bit um and that was interesting to me because the top reason was the actors is the reason the reason that they tune in and then I then I think after that it was um yeah it was it was like it was the action and then um the cars was the third when they talked about, I know there's other reasons that were like lower, uh, talking about like the humor, the theme of family, which I know is a big part of it. Um, but yeah, I thought, you know, the actors was kind of the biggest reason why people tune in, I thought was was really interesting. I think what was really kind of like, I don't know if telling is the right word, but sort of affirming about what you found is that this franchise we've talked a lot about tries to be kind of everything, like all things to all people. It's like, let's do let's basically have an actor from every country. Let's have all these different people. <laughs> yeah. Like the basically the the 50-50 almost male female split is just like this franchise awesome. kind of is for everybody. Yeah. In a way that like you're like, oh, action movies, cars, like not typically for women, but like there's so many, number one, good looking dudes in here. Number two, like genuinely I think emotive, like good, pretty solid love stories for at least for action movies. Yeah. And then so many other things that like and no matter what your interests or your tastes are, you can kind of like attach yourself to it so I, I i it was reassuring to show that like maybe the average age is like a little bit older than like hollywood or universal would like that it's not they're not getting as many zoomers as they might want yeah. but in terms of like, the male female split like there's a lot of people out there who like these movies and that identify themselves as fast fans and like that was kind of cool to see yeah no i think of that like even just kind of among i feel like my own my own friends groups like knowing the friends that are like really into the movies it's it's pretty split evenly um you know with with that so i thought that was interesting too and i agree um definitely like even just kind of when just w- having watched the first movie um you're just kind of it's interesting kind of seeing the characters that are introduced obviously vin diesel's a big part of it and mm-hmm. i i thought it was really interesting how they introduce all of these things like it, you kind of immediately get the sense of like okay kind of seeing where this is going you kind of see like the relationship between mia and brian like starting already in the first one. So um, yeah, I thought those were all like interesting elements. (laughs) So I guess talking about the first movie, or actually before we get there, was there anything else about the research you found that particularly stood out to you that you want to call attention to that you either found surprising or like that you were like, oh, that makes sense. Like, is there anything in here? And if not, that's totally fine too. But anything else about the, the piece you put together or the research that your, your company did that you want to highlight? Um, I mean, kind of going back to the actors part a little bit, I was actually, I, I guess I was both surprised and not surprised at the same time that The Rock was number one, because he was the number one um, actor that everyone kind of chose as their favorite from the Fast and Furious franchise. 
And um, I know that the I feel like that one was more of like, it's The Rock. He's everywhere. Everybody knows who The Rock is. Um, but also he's not, he's only in like four or five of the movies, right? Like, mm-hmm. And he yeah. doesn't come until later. Um, and it's funny because the spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw, ranks a little bit lower. So I thought that was kind of surprising. Um, but I guess it's The Rock and everyone loves The Rock, I guess. Um, but then everything else is kind of like Vin Diesel and um, Paul Walker being a little bit, you know, they were ranked after. I mean, it seems to me. Um, that is crazy. Yeah, now that you say that, The Rock being ahead of Vin Diesel and, and Paul Walker in these is, is pretty yeah. nuts. Yeah. And I'm sure you also know just from like being a person alive in the world and like on yeah. the internet, like <laughs> that they don't exactly get along. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. that Vin, I'm sure that if Vin saw these results, he was probably not thrilled mm, yeah. by that. <laughs> I know. And it's funny. Um, and yeah, I was also surprised because I feel like for me, even um, kind of being newer to the franchise, but just when I think of Fast and the Furious also, it's like, I, I feel like Vin Diesel is the first one, Paul Walker. Um, but I also kind of like Michelle Rodriguez and Tyrese Gibson, like, yep. I, like they're the ones I always you know I'm like yes they're in the Fast and Furious movie they're part of the Fast and Furious world so I was surprised that they were like a little bit lower too but again I guess nothing can um you know the rock and like the recognition around a rock um and it's just kind of like a funny side thing we we all did a survey like a few months ago where we asked like Gen Z their favorite actors and the rock we we had a list that we presented and the rock ended up also on top of that he actually reshared wow. social media which was funny but i he just like i guess nothing can beat the rock's popularity or <laughs> for years like we've talked you know we a, a name that he has been dubbed or a title he's been given is franchise viagra like you bring him in like when something's like you know it's like it's beginning to like sort of like deflate like you know there's like the mummy and there's like the whatever and then there's like the scorpion king and he comes in right and then the fast Furious is like we don't know and then they bring him in and whatever and he, we like for years it's like you add him to anything like he can take things that are straight to dvd and like somehow make 30 million dollars at the box office like his star power alone and then over the last like six months like black adam didn't do well and like the xfl kind of flopped we're like oh he's kind of like we're starting to see that he's not even he's not bulletproof in a way that we thought yeah yeah if if he can't do it can anybody always right so (laughs) yeah before I actually talk about this movie, is there a particular franchise, like, what, are there franchises that you particularly love, that you care for, that you're passionate about? Like, the way that we do 300 episodes of this podcast, is there something that you would talk that much about? That's a good question. I feel, I mean, for the longest time, um, it was Harry Potter. I don't know if that I would too much now. Um trying to think of more recent ones. I don't know if there's, like, any long TV run. shows. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I watched... Um, I actually really love the John Wick movies. I know there's only like four of them now, um, but well, I now there's them. a fifth one somehow. Yeah, yeah, somehow, yeah. I don't know if you want to spoil what happens, but um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the fourth one I ended up. It's funny because that's a franchise where I feel like um, I actually like the fourth movie the best so far. Usually for me, it's like I always like the um, newer movies less, but that was one that I just like had a lot of fun with. Um, but I don't know, I'm also a huge like Keanu Reeves fan, so I think that is just like. I don't know. Just kind of off the top of my head, I feel like I could probably talk about John Wick a lot. Well, did you know that he was he's been sort of rumored for this franchise for a while now and that he was I've seen going to be in Hobbs and Shaw and then didn't. And then he was going to be in the new one and he was replaced by the guy who played by Alan Richardson, who played Jack Reacher. Just like, But he's been circling. So like if he pops up one of these movies, it would not be completely surprising. But also at the same time, you know, let's get him in there because he's we love him. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think that would probably be one maybe. Um, But yeah, there's. <laughs> so now let's talk about the matter at hand. You watched your very first Fast and Furious movie. Welcome, you watched the welcome original, to the family. The Fast and the Furious. We got some games. We got some questions for you later. But initial thoughts. What did you think after 22 years of buildup? <laughs> it's been sort of on your periphery for more than two decades. What did you think? You finally watched the first one. Initial thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I had a lot of fun with this. I definitely came in just like kind of with my brain turned off too because I was like I don't know I heard Good. that yep you know the movies like I said I, I'm i aware of like the craziness around the movies I know that the first one probably isn't as crazy as some of the later ones um mm-hmm. but yeah no it was a lot of fun yeah it was it was fun there's lots of cars I just yeah it was no it was definitely like a fun time I know did it hold fun. up to you I mean obviously there's some problems you can tell yeah. when it was made but did it oh, hold yeah, up to you story-wise yeah no it was uh, yeah I was gonna say it did feel very like early 2000s um again even though i was kind of like only nine (laughs) that came out but just having seen like other movies around that period it definitely feels like it's like a 2000 early 2000s movie for sure (laughs) the way that it sounds the way the characters are dressed yeah everybody talks yeah Yeah, exactly cinematography 
Yeah, exactly. The clothes for sure. The music. Um, yeah. And that was one thing I think like kind of starting it. I can't remember like exact quotes. Like there's a few maybe later on that I like in the, as the movie goes on, I do, but like, it just kind of seems like at first it's like none of the dialogue seems like it's normal dialogue. Like yeah. when they're first talking, it was like 20 minutes in. This time, my takeaway was that there are so many lines early in this movie that just make me smile because like they're not normal dialogue like it doesn't really make sense like it's just like they're they're really dropping you in a world and there's just so many lines that we've talked about over and over again on the show that I was just like I love this movie like I love this movie in a way that you know I love all the movies but like the later ones don't maybe just because it's charm it has a weird charm right yeah but like so many different things like all like the first 10 minutes of like them like bantering and like them at you know, Toretto's Marketing Cafe and all the sandwich stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> something about like, it feels like a warm embrace because like as we go through the lap and the movies get longer and more actiony and less kind of character focused to come back here and be like, no, these are like six characters you care about that you're going to follow and you're going to whatever. It's just like this, this feels like home. This feels like family. Yeah. No, I was, I will say that what I thought was interesting about it is just kind of, it feels just like a different world. Um, you know, as soon as you're, as you're like getting to kind of know these characters and kind of knowing like what the plot is and everything, it just feels like a different, like a world where like with all these cars and <laughs> these characters. Um, and I guess the dialogue plays a part in that as well, where none of it seems kind of real at first. So. Um, we have, so every lap that we do in the show has a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so the theme for this lap is planes, trains, but no automobiles. So for a franchise so heavily involved in cars, in between these movies, we watch other movies, we call them pit stops, and they, they're sort of tangentially related, they're thematically related, they're actor related, whatever. And so this time through, we're watching movies that feature a chase sequence or a vehicle or something that isn't a car. Like literally anything else could be like a boat, could be a train, could be a whatever. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a conversation kickoff starter for you. We're going to have two different questions. You could pick either one, you could do both, whatever you want, but they're two very different questions. No wrong answers, totally personal preference. But I have one and Joe has one. Because Joe, I like your question, but I don't have an answer to your question. So I don't want to put something on the spot with that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, fair. I have one that's more entertainment based and he has one that's more life based. So either you can answer either question. You can also opt out and answer answer neither question. This is totally up to you. But this brand new question, you're the first person to get the question. So do you have a favorite movie that has a central car or central vehicle or action scene or set piece or whatever that has a vehicle that's not a car. So again, boat, train, surfboard, skateboard, anything like that. Just think about that for a second while Joe asks his question. Oh, my question is, what is the favorite vehicle you've ever been in or driven that is not a car? Mm-hmm. Um, both are good questions. I'll answer both of those, actually. Ooh, uh, fun. Okay, I don't cool. know if I ha- actually don't have an answer for the second one. Well, maybe I do, but um, <laughs> I guess... In terms of movies, I does Mad Max Fury Road count? Because those weren't really cars; they were more of like we're 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 we have internal debates right now. There's you know we're in two two fast two forever headquarters. We're trying to figure out what is a car, uh, what is a vehicle. There's definitely yeah. things in there that I would not necessarily qualify yeah. as cars. They are yeah. car ish, but it's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, they, it's like I guess it's like a truck essentially, but I mean, so much of it is like just like these massive like tank looking things, right. are, like motorcycles and stuff in it. So um, that would probably be my favorite one. I love Mad Max Fury Road, so that will probably be my yeah. Well, Mad- Charlize yeah. is in these movies too. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, was there anything? Or I was you- going to tell my I was going to tell my favorite thing that I've driven because we haven't done this. Oh, yeah. oh, we're gonna okay. Go go for it. Go for it. Because I, I, I was digging through of, my head, I'm just like, do I have like a memory of like doing a cool thing in a vehicle? And like, I don't know that I do. But please, maybe your thing will trigger something in my brain. Okay. So when I was a small child, my mm-hmm. grandfather used to take me to go walk their dog uh, along the river in Pittsburgh, where I was uh, born. And um, we would go behind this penitentiary. Actually, the penitentiary from Mindhunter, the TV series on Netflix, the same one where they're all housed. The actual the story's one. getting very dark. <laughs> no. And um, behind there was a uh, train tracks. And oh. there was a train that came by. And like for some reason, like the conductor like stopped one day because he saw us walking and he let me come in the train and like play with the conductor things. And like we took like a little I don't know how you stop a train like that, but it was stopped. And he let me like get into the conductor's thing and like we like rode on this train together. And it was a really cool memory. I actually that inspired a story for me too. So I have to awesome. answer that question. Cool. Now. Okay, cool. 
so I was thinking about because my dad loves trains. He's always been into collecting like model trains. He loves like you know trains. Oh, like, I didn't know, know this. Real cool. trains, whatever. Nice. Like he hasn't really done train stuff, but like you know, also taking trains. Like so, like, as a New Jersey resident, uh, trains are Amtrak and Metro stuff. Metro North and, like, for and, me. <laughs> and Transit. It's just like this is not like trains. Like they're just like it's you know yeah terrible. It's terrible. Anyway, but I've never done like a cool train thing. But I was thinking, I'm like, has there been anything like what what else is like in that field? And I think it was for the 75th anniversary of G.I. Joe, maybe like in the early 90s. Ooh. We went to New York, I think, to an aircraft carrier. They had this like celebration. And I, I barely, vaguely remember it, but I have a t-shirt still for it. And we got like some kind of like collectible thing. But I'm just like, I don't think I've ever been on, and I don't know that I'll ever be on again, an aircraft carrier. But like That's one time very cool. was on a big, 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 big boat. That's very, very cool. I like that one. See, there you go. You have a fun one, too. Sense memory, man. It comes back. It comes back. Yeah, no, those are fun. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't have, I mean, I have been on the back of, I've ridden the back of a motorcycle when I was in college. Ooh, um, fun. I don't know what kind. I'm not good. So that's, like, one thing, too, is, like, I'm not, like, I don't know anything about cars too much um, or, like, brands or anything. Neither do I. Don't you need are to. Vehicles. Okay. Don't need to. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I was on, I rode on the back, back of the motorcycle once. Um, it scared me though. I'm not that big of a risk like taker when it mm-hmm. comes to things like that, but it was still like a fun, like one time experience thing that I'm like, all right, I did it. I've been on the back of the motorcycle. That's it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been on, which I guess should surprise nobody, but I don't think I've ever been on a motorcycle. Yeah, I've been on motorcycles. Dirt I've bikes, barely been motorcycles. on bicycles. You've barely been on bicycles. <laughs> what was your childhood, my friend? Inside playing Sega Genesis, basically. Oh no, we were always on bikes as kids. Like, like beginning of the summer, end of summer, bike the whole time, just sleep in between. Joe, did you have any big takeaways? Big things you noticed? Big things that you either you know in reference maybe to Fast Ten things that you saw this time around that you had not seen before? Um, not that I haven't seen before, but I was making note of vehicles that were in the movie, which I'm sure we'll get to eventually. Mm-hmm. But um. It's a real like too fast like hey guys what's in your hands version of like hey Dom what's I had yes on your road yes yeah hey Dom what's I like that that's fun um I had two major takeaways uh the first one is just like an observation that knowing how fast ten starts like in the gentlest of spoilers seeing Brian learn how to drive mm-hmm. in the same parking lot the baby B mm-hmm, learns mm-hmm, how to drive mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. which just made that moment very like have much more gravity to it and i like that a lot Uh, that like you know oftentimes we like are like oh they call back the wrong things or don't like they miss layups in places that they could take them this is like really awesome and like now watching the first one again seeing it essentially start the exact same way 10 starts is just like really really cool to us me as a huge fan i was also thinking about it's not that at all but the difference between the first one the most recent one but like at the end here, when Johnny Tran gets shot in the side, and, like, it's in a place, like, I'm sure, like, for normal people, like, would probably kill them, but, like, getting to where we've gotten, and, like, knowing how basically invulnerable all these people are, I'm like, that's, like, a flesh wound, man, like, and, like, he's dead dead, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There is, like, a reality, like, a groundedness in this early one that Brian, like, wings his, like you know, left ribs, and he's just like, no, he's out. And it's just like, well, people have, like, multiple people have literally come back from the dead in these movies. And it's like, well, that guy, you know, kind of got winged by a bullet, but I guess he's out. Um, The only other thing was, early on in the movie, I had a question for you. I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but I want to get your take on it. Mm -hmm. Knowing, like, all the character development stuff like that, do you think that Letty is mischaractered here by her not going back to save Dom. Like, she just goes back to the house and just chills. And that's something I can't see a Letty in any other movie that she's in doing, essentially. So I have an answer to that, but Saleh, what did you think of the Michelle Rodriguez character, the portrayal here? I don't oh, know yeah, if you good know point. anything about Letty as the movies go on, but, like, you know about Michelle Rodriguez. What do you think of her specifically in this movie? I, yeah, I, know, I don't know too much about how her character develops later on. Um, I know that she's still, like, a very big part of the mm-hmm. franchise um i mean i liked the character i think it's also because because i like michelle rodriguez like i just think that she has like a very cool demeanor and she just is like <laughs> easy know, to like yeah so, yeah um 
Yeah, I liked the character of Lay, but it did seem like there there wasn't like a ton of her. Like I feel like she wasn't utilized as well, maybe like as I'm assuming maybe later on. Um, because it just seemed like I thought the scenes that she was in, like she was great, but it kind of seemed like she could have been in it more. Like I kind of wanted to like know more about her if that, you know, if that makes sense. But yeah, I just that's kind of what I thought too. Um, were there any characters in particular that you found yourself drawn to that you're like this is actually you know either more so than you thought or just you know if you went in there with an open mind like something that you really caught your attention really grabbed your eye um i i actually i mean hmm, that's a good question i do like the character of mia i, don't know, I mm-hmm. thought that was great um i kind of like how she just kind of introduced at first um as just kind of i guess you kind of get the sense that like her and brian are gonna get together but i don't know there's something yeah. like very charming and soft about her character at first but then you realize that like she's you know I guess bigger than that, if that makes sense. So um yeah, I really like I like the character of Mia. And I also do like Joanna Bruce Brewster. So um yeah, I think that's maybe a character I think would I'd say stand out. Cause like I think all the other characters like Brian and Vin Diesel, like I feel like Vin Diesel too, like Dom, he just is like once he's on the screen, it's like, well, you know who this is, and he has right. just a strong presence. So it's like you kind of already know about like, you know, him being the main character and stuff. Like he is the main character, he has strong main character energy. <laughs> from the first movie. Yeah, the, the, I, I love Mia Mia as one of, if not my favorite character. But I have and bad the, news. The, the downside, yeah, sort of sort of vague spoilers for future movies, but as Paul Walker passes away in real life, the franchise like is like, okay, how do we rewrite these movies basically without our star? And the way that they did it is like, well, now Mia's not in them either, because like Brian and Mia are together. And she's like, well, that's not fair to Jordan and Brewster. Like, they kind of bring her back, but they still, like, even multiple movies in, still don't really know how to give her something to do without him really there. Yeah. And it's just disappointing, because like, even back here, like you're pointing out, like, it's defined, and she's got a role, and she's got a part, and she's got dynamics and everything. And then they're just like, well, Mia can't be around, because Brian's on her. It's like, no, Mia's her own person. Like, Mia has a whole thing. Like, she's got the whole Dom thing, right? Like, it's a whole, like, other whatever so. and emotionally she's huge to the family mm-hmm. too you know so like them trying to downplay her screen time to balance not having paul walker when she is actually a really gigantic part of how this works and the dynamics kind of sucks but yes we are with you i do love jordana brewster and mia too now while we are talking about characters there's some really really truly hard-hitting either or questions that there's again no wrong answers to this is all personality based you can either explain yourself or not but are you ready for two very very difficult either or questions and then two open-ended questions yes all right (laughs) do you think again you can either explain your answer or live forever shrouded in mystery do you think you are more of a brian or a dom Oh, that's a good question. I, Thank you. I don't. I don't know if my ramp up of like joking about how like difficult it is like actually like helps sell it or like undercut. I don't know what it does, but I don't know either. But I like it. Yeah, I don't think that I'd be a dog. I feel like he's too intense, and I don't think that I'm like that intense of a person. But I, I mean, I guess maybe Brian. But the fact that he's a cop kind of makes me be like, I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I guess if well, I were well, well, that career path takes a journey in these movies, exactly. let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I heard that it kind of you know definitely changes, and it kind, mm-hmm. kind of tall like even at the end, just kind of choices he made um, with Dom and you know helping out and stuff. It's just yeah, there's obviously there's gonna be like a shift there, um, and I guess I will find that out eventually. But yeah, I guess I guess I would say Brian just based on like personality wise but yeah the, i think the, the him being a cop gives me a pause because i'm like i would i'd never be a cop so <laughs> but then you might know where the second question is going do you find yourself are you more of a mia or a letty um definitely mia <laughs> okay i would imagine most normal people do not pick up on this because it's basically an afterthought uh, we didn't even notice until like seven times through. No, we didn't. And it wasn't until the minute, right? When we broke it down minute by the minute. minute. Yep, it was the minute. If you'll remember in this movie, there's a scene where Mia and Brian are doing dishes and they're kind of getting flirty. They're kind of getting cute, whatever. And Vince walks into the kitchen drunk and starts like making fun of Brian, trying to get the microwave to work. Doesn't really work. And Mia says to, to Vince, hey, Vince, what's the name of that restaurant you want to bring us to? The Cuban place, you know, the Picadillo, the, the red candles, the wood tables, the food all over the place. And Vince is like, oh, cha-cha-cha. And Mia says, yeah, Brian, you can bring me there. So we're like, oh, that's, you know, a funny scene that, you know, Mia asked Vince, like, what the name of his place is, and then, you know, uses it against him, leverage. But then as we're breaking it down line by line, minute by minute, we're like, she uses the phrase food all over the place. 
and we don't know what that means. So, Saleya, if we're like, hey, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast, you know, next time you're in New York or whatever, like, let's go out, you know, we've got this great restaurant, it's got great picadillo, it's got little red candles, wood tables, it's got food all over the place. What does that mean to you? Like, if we describe a restaurant as having food all over the place, <laughs> what mental imagery head yeah yeah no it's funny because i remember that line specifically um just because i'm i was thinking about it because it made me hungry because i was like oh i okay it's a a good thing it it maybe was it maybe it's a good yeah but then also i was like wait i don't i i remember also thinking that i wasn't exactly sure what that meant i guess Mm -hmm. i guess like if i'm kind of putting like a mental image to it it's just like i guess just like food literally everywhere just like all over the place maybe like a food fight or something i don't know i just i couldn't like i just i also remember thinking that was like an interesting line that kind of stood out it can it can play appetizing or or food fight very quickly that's why it's so like maybe it's like a rowdy restaurant people throwing food around who knows okay (laughs) because i think the beauty of the question is that it makes no sense there's no right answer you know we talk about you know, if we want to interview, like, there's there's part of me that's like, I don't want to meet our heroes. Like, I don't want to meet the people who, like, I don't, like, if we interview one of these people and, like, it's a bad interview, like, I don't want to like the movies less. But there's a question like, hey, Jordana Brewster, we have one question for you. What does that mean? And if she doesn't know, that could be the end of it. You know what I mean? But, like, yes. I want to know <laughs> if that was written in the script. I want to know if she improvised it. I don't know if that was, like, what she meant to say. But it's a very specific question that we are very eternally confused by. Yeah. It'll haunt you guys forever. <laughs> Unless you know the answer. <laughs> All right. There is one other question that we normally do for the seventh movie because it's sort of related to a seventh movie scene. But it really can – anybody can answer this question. So pretend the three of us run a heist, right? Joe and I are like, Saleya, we have to go in the other room. I have to lift up a car with my bare hands. Spoiler for something that something happens in Fury 7. Uh, and Joe's going to get under the engine and like steal something out, whatever. We need you to distract this room of people the way that only you, can power, only you can do. We need you to sing a song karaoke style to distract this entire room of strangers. What song are you singing? What song are you most confident in? Or what, what could you do so bad that people can't take your eyes off? What song are you singing karaoke style to distract an entire room of strangers? I think I might have to just go with my go-to karaoke song with this because I know, oh. it, but um, maybe probably Dancing Queen by ABBA. Mm, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Um, I don't know because maybe people would be like, why is she suddenly singing Dancing Queen by ABBA? Who knows? But And they were like, why, isn't, why aren't we all singing Dancing Queen by ABBA? <laughs> um that would probably be like if i'm thinking off the top of my head and like having to think quick about it that would, i'd probably just go with my my go-to karaoke song so i love perfect. it perfect yeah it's a good one i don't think we've gotten dancing queen before now i have two questions specific to this movie that we don't really these are these are new questions i just thought of this time because again 13th time watching the movie i got new <laughs> questions so Saleh, i think you might be able to uh, this again personal preference so if you'll remember johnny tran and his group of guys on bikes surround dom and brian they blow up the car which again inclusion mm-hmm. of the vehicle that's not a car and they blow up the car and dom is telling brian like the, the bad blood between them right yeah and brian's like we got a 20 mile hike man you got time at some point like that scene ends the next scene begins they call a cab and they get to 1327 how far into a quote 20 mile hike do you think you would walk before you're like why are we doing this we have uber on our phone probably at least a few miles i actually like to walk i like running, okay. so i actually was i actually probably would walk maybe like a couple of miles before i'm like okay if, especially if it's like this because i know it happened at night in the movie mm-hmm. like if it's night i'm definitely like i don't know maybe if it, yeah i guess it's dependent on the time of day so if it's like the same time that happened in the movie i probably would maybe walk a little bit before i'm mm-hmm. like okay, it's it's late let's call an uber um, but if it's like daytime or like earlier in the day I'd be like you know what i don't mind taking a hike or a stroll for like a mile or two and then being like all right let's get out of here and also weather is dependent i know I know Callie's very hot, so I don't know how um, far I'd be able to make it anyway. But Yeah, I guess also, like, I don't know that there's anywhere in L.A. to anywhere else in L.A. that's 20 miles. Like, I'm sure it's exaggeration. But, like, if you think <laughs> yeah. about, like, hey, we're going to walk and bond for 20 miles. Joe, how far did you walk before you called the car? I was about to say, Saleya, you are such a bigger person than I am. Because <laughs> I would have made it three steps in the best of California weather before I called an Uber. If I had my phone with me, I would have been like, how far away is this thing? What's the price right now? I'm calling one. Check Check the other app, Joey, and we're going to get this ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, that's very true. I, I guess I haven't, I've been to Cali a few times. I've been in LA a little bit. I haven't spent too much time in California. So um, not as familiar with the weather. I'm assuming that if I it's beautiful there, all the time, usually. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like hot or like, I probably would, I would probably call an Uber right away. Not going to lie. <laughs> now, my other question is when they get, so they, they call the cab, they go to the party, Dom invites Brian in. Brian and Vince have their their square their face off whatever, and then Brian asks Dom, "Hey Dom, do you have a do you have a bathroom?" And Dom says, "Yeah, it's upstairs." Are we to believe that there's no downstairs bathroom in that entire house? Sometimes it happens. Possibly, I don't think so. That house is too big. That house is big. Maybe I think that maybe that's more of like a welcoming thing. Like he's saying. Brian, you can use my bathroom, like the, the good upstairs bathroom. You know what I mean? Like when you're at like a house party and they're like, there's the bathroom. But then your buddy's like, there's one upstairs. You can use too. any bathroom you want, as including long as mine it's, upstairs. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's mine. Yeah. Well, actually, on that, Soleil, were there any quotes from this movie that you had heard? Like there are things that we say a lot that like we feel are famous or well-known, but I think it's only the people who have seen these movies. But like, were there any movies or like moments from this? That you're like, oh, that's what that's from. Or no. If the answer is no, that's also fine. No, I there. whenever um, Vin Diesel talks about um, how he lives life at a quarter mile, I've heard that one before. Okay. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> so that's a huge that's a, one, yeah. That is one that I'm like, oh, yeah, there that that one is the one because I've definitely heard it. Um, and also everyone speaking about Nas. Um, <laughs> I just seen it a lot in memes and I'm like, OK, yeah, it's a, like people are always like, yeah, it's a big part of like the movie, especially like the first few. And so it's like seeing it, <laughs> um, I guess it's more of like a like a thing than a quote but um those were kind of some things i knew about the movie before that i was like oh yeah there it is <laughs> and also going back to what you're saying before about this feeling very early 2000s like the engine the inside the engine computer cgi of the nas going in there and like yeah. that's one of my favorites it's like oh no this is a very specific time and place like they still do that from time to time but it's like only because they did it here but like that's like ooh, we're 2001 we're super cool with the cgi I had that exact same thought, Joey, when you get to the final race scene and for some reason it starts to like dilate mm-hmm. and their faces mm-hmm. are like tracing, you know what I mean? Like very slowly. And when I saw that this time, I was like, oh, yeah, we don't have that anymore. That's we some artistic not- shit, man. That's, you know, that's the Suki thing, right? Just like that's some artistic shit. It is. It's like, it's like, why? How can we really spice this up? It's like, I don't know. You're racing cars to jump in front of a train. Like, you don't need to spice it up. It's like, what if we slowed it down and made it blurry? It's like, all right, I guess. We I guess that. that looked cool, right? Yeah. What other? So I guess to to put a button on the theme, what other other than the cars? There's the Johnny Tran crotch rockets, as they're, as they're called in this. But what yes. other non-car vehicles were in this movie? Uh, let me start with, like, the most obvious. You get a helicopter. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. You get the train that you just mentioned that they try yep. to jump. Yep. yep. I I consider the dirt bikes a separate vehicle because they have both motorcycles and dirt bikes. So the end, the murder dirt bikes are different than the motorcycles from early on. Yes, because okay. these are like definitively dirt bikes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I think you asked me about this one. At Neptune's Net, there's a bunch of people holding surfboards. They're not using them, but they're holding oh, them. Yeah. Soleil, do you think a surfboard is a vehicle? I don't know. I asked Joe. He said he thinks it is. Is a surfboard a vehicle? No, I've never considered. I, I surf a little bit, but I, I wouldn't consider it like a vehicle, I think. Um, so I don't think so. Now, is a skateboard a vehicle? I don't think so. Maybe because it has wheels. I don't know. But is the- there a different? Okay, so here's, a, here's a better. Here's a more specific <laughs> question. Is there a difference between vehicle and method of transportation? Because I think a skateboard is undeniably a method of transportation. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know if a surfboard is a method of transportation. <laughs> I don't know. Either. Right? I mean, I That's the be, problem. I, be able to, I mean, if someone can, like, bring Because I feel like a lot of times if you can use it to get to, like, one place or to bring something maybe, but... I can't, I wouldn't be able to do that. I mean, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of, like, what, like, famous surfing movies there are. There's Point Break, which we've already... Have yeah. we done for this? We've done for this podcast, right? I think, I think. In, the, in the heist lap, yeah. Okay. And then there's like Endless Summer, the documentary, which rules. It's also like really dated and like not exactly good to women, but also, you know, for the 1960s documentary about surfing, it's pretty cool. But I think that's like, is that the end of the list? Like, there's not that many what? surfing movies. Oh, yeah. There's like a few Disney Channel ones that came to the top of my head. Like, oh, Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah, surfing. Lilo and Stitch. I was thinking, there you oh, go. I that's a good one. one. Yeah, Johnny Tsunami, that one like Disney Channel movie might be like. Oh, yeah, that's true, oh, too. Carrot yeah. Top and that. Chairman of the Board. I just Googled <laughs> surfing movies. That's one of the big ones. Oh, The Shallows, where Blake Lively has uh, 
Steven Seagal as her friend. She's on a surfboard for most of that movie, but that's not really a vehicle. But oh, yeah, Blue okay. Crush. Blue Crush. Mm-hmm. Blue Crush, definitely. Which we've done for the Michelle Rodriguez yep. lap. So there are there are surfs up a great actually another sort of mockumentary that Shia LaBeouf is in that we Mike and I, when Mike and I did that one we're like whoa that movie's actually really good there's actually a decent number of surf movies okay if you're a patron and want us to watch a surf movie I think it could count as your pick for this lap <laughs> very true um Joe any okay. other thoughts about the Fast yes. and the Furious wait Please. wait w- one last thing and I was looking for it oh there's another vehicle yes. When they do the scene where they race the Ferrari, smoke mm-hmm. them, there's a woman pushing a bicycle that goes right by the Ooh. window in the back of there. Because I was looking for a bicycle, because I was like, there has to be at least a bicycle in this movie. So she's walking beside it, just like wheeling her bicycle. And a bonus one is that when the cops are setting up the raid on the building behind them, there is a bicycle painted on the wall. Oh, very important. In that scene where the smoke him, like Dom looks afraid in a way that he is very rarely afraid in these movies. Like he looks, maybe it's because Brian is driving and he's, you know, not sure about Brian, but like when Brian like weaves through oncoming traffic, like in a later movie, he's Dom bracing himself. Stoic. Yeah. He's going to be like, you know, you got this man, especially like the whole steer and drive in the second movie. Like Brian can clearly like steer without looking. But, like, Dom looks terrified in a way that I'm like, oh, that's a different Dom than we get later on. I think so, too. Like you said, I th- like he's holding on. He's bracing himself for dear life. And it, it, it is a level of fear that we really don't see out of Dom ever. Yeah. Uh, Saleh, do you have any other notes, any other thoughts about this movie? But we have a couple games, and we have a, a very important character quiz that we're going to give you. Do you have any other notes, any other thoughts, anything else you wanted to share about this very first Fast and Furious movie? I don't think so. I feel like it covered kind of the first reactions, things I thought about characters. Um, No, I don't think I have any additional thoughts. (laughs) Now, are you going to continue watching these movies? Yes. Yeah, I will. I don't know when. Oh, nice. But I think I will. I think it's like, I feel like I started it. I feel like I got to, you know, when I start a movie series, I like, I always want to finish it, even if it takes time. Like, I'm going to. Um, so yeah, I think I was actually thinking about watching Too Fast, Too Furious before too, just so I had, you know, can be like, yeah, I saw both of them. But, Whoa, okay. Um, but um, no, which I do. The one fact I know about Too Fast, Too Furious is that it's the only one that doesn't have Vin Diesel in it. Is that correct? Mostly correct. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just remember reading about that. I think when I was like looking up something, but um, and I know that like Tyrese Gibson is introduced in mm-hmm. it as well. Yep. So those are like kind of the facts I know about the second one. <laughs> So now here's here's a very big question for you. You have you have time to consider because it sounds like you know you got other things to other fish to fry before you get to these movies. <laughs> but chronologically, three takes place after six. So are you going to watch them in release order, or are you going to watch them chronologically? <laughs> no, this, I don't know. Because um, yeah, I know that there's sometimes in movie series where they'll like release it and tell you to watch a certain way. I don't remember if I've done that where I've watched it like in if I prefer watching it in chronological, I feel like I usually go chronologically because I'm like, well, I just want to see like what it was like when it came out, like what the, you know, because sometimes it's, it's like different, like when it comes out. Um, just There's like, merit to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but then also I like things to be in order when I watch things as well. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I mean, what well, if, you, if you're looking for logic and order, this is not the franchise yeah. for you. No, I, yeah, no, I, it's funny because I, a lot of, so some of my friends who aren't like big Fast and Furious fans, like I was asking them if they watched the movies, it mm-hmm. seems like the ones that, um, like people I've seen, like know that have watched it, that have only maybe watched like a few of the movies. I've always been told that they they watched Tokyo Drift. Like that's the most common one that people have really watch. Yeah, I think I talked to like three friends before this, and I'm like, "Have you seen the Fast and Furious movies?" And they were like, "I've only seen Tokyo Drift." And I just thought that was interesting that that was like the one. Did you get a sense from them if they liked that or not? I don't know. They, I think like the general. I don't. I guess I should have asked them, but I guess they were like, "Yeah, it was fine." Because I mean, they're not like big, like. Right. But that was, but that I also written like now that I think about it, Tokyo Drift was one of the movies when I think, because that came out, when did that come out in 2006? Okay. So I would have been in middle school, I think. Um, no, I think I would have started high school. I don't know. Time is like, so knows, but I was, Flat circle. Mm-hmm. and um, I remember that one being the one people talked about. And I remember like the songs, like the song from it, like that. Oh, the great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember the music from it. So that was that is one that I do remember that like a lot of people talked about when it came out um, whenever I was in school. So I guess there's just something about Tokyo Drift that 
people have seen, even if they don't like it or not like it. But that that's just like something I've noticed. It's a movie that I think most fans love. Most casual moviegoers don't understand. Uh, it's also become like kind of just like the electric boogaloo, like the Tokyo Drift has become a meme in terms of like adding weird suffixes to titles. I would guess if you're if you the way that you approach this first movie, I think you would probably enjoy the third movie. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Just generally. It's just basically not at all connected to the first two. So just sort of know that going in. But, you know, also, you know, report back like if whenever, you know, a, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, you watch one of these movies, tweet at us, email us, whatever, and let us know how it went. Absolutely. I mean, okay. maybe I'll jump back into laugh at one point when I, <laughs> so. All right. So before we play the Twitter game, which I told you about, which you sent in the tweet already, we're going to do a character quiz. So this is like sort of a BuzzFeed style, J14 style personality quiz. There's no wrong answers. But at the end of this quiz, there's seven questions. They're all multiple choice. We will know which Fast and Furious character you are most like. Are you ready for this personality quiz? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We found a quiz online like years ago. We're like, this is kind of bad. We made our own. We are, spoiler alert to the listeners, going to be, again, maybe in a week, probably not. In a month, probably not. In a year, maybe. Uh, update this even more characters. But for now, there are 20 different outcomes, the same as there's always been. Question number one, Saleya, how fast are you? NASCAR, roller coaster, Lamborghini Murcielago, Toyota Prius, Vespa, or Razor Scooter, how fast are you? I don't think I'm that fast. Maybe Razor Scooter, maybe Vespa. Okay. Um, oh, nice. Good answer. <laughs> which one? Pick one. I guess I'll go with Vespa. Okay. Question number two. You know it's coming. How furious are you? Are you the Hulk? Are you Kylo Ren? Are you Christian Bale on that one movie set that one time? <laughs> are you Mel Gibson? Are you Charlie Brown? Or are you Jack McBrayer? Maybe Kylo Ren. I do get mad. That's pretty furious. No, I don't think I'm that, that mad. I get mad pretty easily about certain things, but I don't think I get like that. Mad. Maybe I'll just go with Charlie Brown. I think I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, Soleil, we're having a barbecue. How are you helping? Are you on the grill? Are you saying grace? Are you kicking back with a beer? Are you babysitting? Are you being the entertainment or are you sneaking a snack? Probably kicking back with a beer. Okay. Nice. You've got time to kill. What are you doing? Are you grabbing a bite, working on your car, hanging with friends, drinking a beer, once again, <laughs> working out, or doing work on your computer? I'm hanging with friends. Okay. Whoa. There's still three questions yet. I don't think we've had this character yet. So Okay. Interesting. Okay. Saleya, describe your wedding. I'm never getting married. It's just me and my partner. It's us and our families. It's a backyard country affair. Everyone I know is there. I don't remember. <laughs> um, that's a backyard country affair. I also cannot overstress enough how not Dominic Toretto you are. Like, I've never <laughs> seen a number this low. Like, basically the opposite. Like, every single question you've asked, it's just like, nope. Not Dom. No, so. I mean, when, at the beginning when you asked me if I was Brian or Dom, I was like, I know already that I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's, you it's were like right. A, it's like Correct. a presidential election. It's just like, I'm I'm not voting for that person. So I'm going to vote for this person. It's like, I'm not Dom. So I guess by process of elimination, I'm Brian. Okay. Congratulations. You just won the lottery. What are you buying? Your own garage, a private plane. I'm gambling it all away. My child at home, a fleet of cars or a new life. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe a new life. <laughs> okay. The final question to determine it all. What is your drink of choice? Belgian ale, Corona, something fruity, water, whatever's cheapest, or Joe is going to the bar. I'll just have one of whatever one of whatever you're having. Um, probably something fruity. Okay. Got good news for you. You are Mia Toretto. <laughs> Yay. Nailed Family it. Wow. means everything to you, but people often mistake you for being meek or non-confrontational. You tend to take on a supporting role and let others handle the more exciting tasks because it's more important to you to know that someone's watching over everyone else than to seek glory for yourself. 
Even so, you're not afraid to jump into the fray when your family is on the line and you drive, drive like, like the, the wind, wind blows. <laughs> Does that at all sound like you? It does. Yeah, I think there's elements there. <laughs> well, congratulations. You are a Mia just like me. So <laughs> we are birds of the same feather. Okay. The final thing to do before we say goodbye is this ain't no 10 second race, a.k.a. boy, do we have a podcast for you. So as we go on Twitter.com, a.k.a. the bird app and find any tweet from anyone who should be listening to the podcast isn't yet. And we respond with some kind of message and also boy, do we have a podcast for you link to the show quickly to refresh people from our two months ago episode. I found Lavinus Negra at Abundance King. Quote tweeting, so Devin Aoki is in the second movie, plays a character named Suki, and there was a account called Pop Culture 2000, just put a picture of Suki in there. And this person said, why she never came back, because in 10 movies, she's the most iconic character of your franchise, at Vin Diesel. And we said, all we want in these movies is for Suki to come back, boy, to a podcast for you. Reaction Rocket liked it and replied, and yet Lavinus Negra could not be bothered to even throw us a like. I Damn. get zero points. You see, like, so that's what I'm talking about. Like, this is someone who is like, we love Suki. We love these movies. Not like they have like a million followers. We're even like giving more engagement. They're just like, nope, get out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you found DJ at Kill DJ Kill. They just played a trailer for Fast 10. And oh my God, I am so excited. We said, oh, and they had like in their profile, like it was like The Rock or whatever. We said we were so hyped we would just watch season three of Young Rock to get ready for Fast 10. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Of course not. Why would they? Nothing. And then Montez found this Barbie is not Jess at it's not Jess 123. I know I said I wouldn't watch nine Fast and Furious movies just because Brie Larson's in the 10th one. But I think I'm going to watch nine Fast and Furious movies just because Brie Larson's in the 10th one. And we said we love that Captain Marvel is now in the Fast and Furious franchise. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. And basically, just like her entire lap, Montez swung and missed. No dice there. Oh. So, Soleil, you sent two tweets. I think the one that I would like, I think that we're going to have better chance with is the one from Lauren Hathaway. So can you, if you have that in front of you, can you please read that aloud um, to us? And then also think about how you want us to respond if you want to, like, personalize it anyway or joke and help you if you need it but please read us lauren hadaway's tweet i do have it in front of me it says the fast and the furious movies are american bollywood and that makes me like them more yeah oh that's actually pretty cool yes so how do you want to i mean i know that you've only seen one of these movies but is there a way that you want to customize this way you want to hook lauren to be like hey we love the same kind of thing or Anything, any, basically, there's no way to be wrong because almost the, the default is that we are wrong. Yeah, I got an idea, kind of, if you want it. I think, yeah, I don't know if I have an idea of how to respond to it. I mean, I think, you know, given that a lot of Bollywood movies also kind of have the similar structure of like, they get kind of, some of them are over the top and like ridiculous. I know the Fast and the Furious movies are, um, yet, you know, kind of more over the top as, as the movies get on. Um, I feel like I maybe mentioned that element of it, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm open to hearing Joe's idea. So <laughs> I was going to throw in Joey. Mm-hmm. How about we're still waiting for that Torque Fast and the Furious crossover? Wasn't that the Bollywood Fast and the Furious movie's no, name? No, what no, was it called? No, it wasn't Torque. What was do, it called though? We did it for. Film I watched Club. it. Oh, what was it? There's like a series of like three or four Bollywood movies. Hold on. That are motorcycle movies that are essentially like Bollywood Fast and the Furious. Doom. D-H-O-O-M. Yes, that. That's what I was going to reference. Because if they're talking about Bollywood and we can give them a little Bollywood juice in there, maybe they'll come to the... I think that sounds like a good idea. Come (laughs) to the responses. Also, I will say that if you are interested in bollywood movies stay tuned this lap because we are doing a very big bollywood movie later this summer so are we okay cool are we or are 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 we ah anyway okay we're still waiting for that doom fast fears crossover boy do we have a podcast for you all right lauren Balls in your court, please send Soleil. Soleil, if you get any points here, like it's oh, it's such a win, it's, such a it's win. unbelievable. Even like we were even hoping people would just be like, stop, stop tweeting at me, like leave any, it, any leave kind me alone. Of, like, please just notice us would be nice. All right, Joe, please hit us with your tweet. I have a tweet from Iron Metal Man at 
Auto Metal Man. Fast X, Fast and Furious, Fast 10 was excellent. An easy 10 of 10. Great part one of a finale. Jace Momoa, easily the best villain in any movie in a long time. Just choose it up. Can't wait for part two with the additions. Definite argument for Fast franchise being one of the best ever. I mean, you could just gush. What do you? What, which part of this do you want to take? Ooh, I mean, this is yours. Um, uh, I think the Momoa thing is really good. I yeah. think, you know, we've got ideas for what could come next. You know, anything you want to go. We were also blown away by the first one. Second, your take on Momoa. And we can't wait to see what part two has in store. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. You were also blown away by Fast 10. Second, your take on Momoa. And we can't wait to see. We also can't wait to see what's next. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Yes. Okay. Very cool. Oh, no. Did did they stop paying for... Oh, man. Universal stopped paying for the little emoji next to Fast X. Oh, You know, like no. when you tweet, like, there's, like, sometimes yeah. a little icon next to it? And they, no, Fast and Furious and Fast you 10 to pay no for longer. That? I didn't know you had to pay for that. I mean, in, in Elon's world, everything has a price tag, right? So, <laughs> in Mr. Tweet. All right. I found Sa... Bow and arrow emoji, arrow emoji, at Ray Daisy. So someone likes Star Wars. Bring back Tess for Fast 10 Part 2, please. And I'm saying her story, not nearly done. No, definitely Boy, not. do we have a podcast for you. All right, we have sent these tweets out into the ether, uh, assuming nothing's ever going to come from them. But, you know, maybe one day they will. Who knows? I don't know. But, like, Slay, I, you need to know, like, we've done this every episode like we've done this probably 120 times i would guess by now and joe and i have a total of 140 points and like those have come in like and i know that's like hard to quantify but like a like is one it retweets two like usually like, you can get like 10 or 12 in a single go if it gets really popular like it is so our our success Impossible. rate is so so yeah. low yet we, we we persist we try we try we try so hopefully maybe Lauren will throw you a like and we'll get a point, but you know, who knows? More likely, Day. probably not. But Saleya, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. For doing the hard-hitting journalism of finding out how people like these movies and for beginning your Fast and Furious, your personal Fast and Furious journey with the very first movie. That's the real win here, <laughs> is that Saleya has started joining us in the franchise mm -hmm. and she will continue on. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Am I the first person that's watched it for the first time that's been on the podcast? Like, are most of the people that No, we've had a couple different people. We've also had a couple different people watch other movies in the franchise as their first movie. We're like, they all work. And they're like, that didn't work. <laughs> but no, I mean, I would say overwhelmingly people, we have guests on who are like, I love these movies. I haven't seen all of them or I've seen all of them or whatever. I have thoughts. But like, we've had a handful. But generally speaking, most people are pretty positive but i would say you have a you had a better a warmer reaction than many i will say you did you did but thank you once again for joining us what would you like to plug where can people find you online where can they read your work where can they find out what you're doing on the internet yeah, I, they i mean i have a daily newsletter i send out through it's morning consult entertainment um they can go on the morning consult site to just uh, subscribe for that um i'm also on twitter um handle is salele um and I don't know if you want me to spell that or you can, you know, put it in the we'll tag you in tweet and stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that's it. You can find me on Twitter. You can subscribe to my newsletter. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> is there anything uh, exciting? Because we are in uh, blockbuster movie season now for the summer. Is there anything exciting coming out uh, that you were, you know, if you want to tease or just announce or whatever that like anything movie blockbuster movie re related for the summer that you're working on? Yeah, we just I just released like a summer movie preview kind of looking at like the movies people are excited. Mm hmm you know, watch the summer. Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny seems to be the biggest one that Ooh. people are looking forward to seeing. I know Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse um, was like the second most when that one comes out this week. So I know those are kind of like the two, at least based on uh, morning consult data for the ones that people were most excited to see. Um, and we might also have a few, um, you know, sur surveys and stories uh, in store too, but that's just one that we actually just published last week. Um, and my personal like I'm most excited for Barbie, so oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, be, yeah, probably going to be talking about that. Just. Did you see Ryan Gosling's quote today about being Ken? 
I did. Yeah, I was, I was reading that, that. It was the GQ. What was it? I missed. I missed. So Joe and I have a Ryan Gosling podcast. We watch all his movies and we're just now, you know, catching up as he puts them out. But Ryan Gosling says the criticism of his casting as Ken is, quote, funny. Quote, like, you ever thought about Ken before this? If you ever really cared about Ken, you would know nobody cared about Ken. So your hypocrisy <laughs> is exposed. This is why his story must be told. Amazing. Good for him. That's fun. This Barbie is a Ken. <laughs> Our next episode, we get another bonus episode of Fast 10 Fourth Gear coming out this Friday with Nico and Kevo. Then I'm not going to announce this. The first time and only time I'm not going to announce what next week's episode is just because, Joe, it's the it's the thing that we're doing. Oh, I know. Chobin. I saw it. Um, yep. And I, I wanted it to be a surprise. So we got a, we got a pit stop next week. Going to be a surprise. Still's on the feed. And then another bonus episode with Montez next Friday for Fast 10 once again. And then we're back into the normal thing with the life in the fast lane. Number 13 Thank after that. Thank God. But two more. Fa- I mean, we got nothing but time and nothing but Fast 10. We are... I've only seen the movie once, so... You know. Same. I need to go see it again before we, like, watch it. Yeah. We, yeah. Eventually. But, you know, stay tuned. But for all things Too Fast, Too Forever, you go to cageclub.me, facebook.com, slash Too Fast, Too Forever, or at Too Fast, Too Forever on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Email us, family, at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at Too Fast, Too Forever.com, and our store at cageclub.me, slash shop. Hall of Fame, Too Fast, Too Forever, Hall of Fame, Fast and Furious Voting, Open now, still at cageclub.me slash vote, and come back on Friday for our Fast 10 episode with Nico and Kevo. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And that was Saleh Blanca Floor of Morning Consult, and we will tell you all about it when we see you again.